Hey, this is all. This is what happened last time. Merc got himself arrested by a band of bounty hunters. Zan and Lucan both worked hard to find a way to get the authorities to get him out of it, or invalidate the contract. But we all know how that goes. So we took matters into our own hands. Relop was worried that the spellcaster in their group, a less than friendly dwarf lady, might teleport him away by magical means. So I spent most of the evening trying to keep her from sleeping. And then Relop entered her dreams. Right next to me. Anyway, in the end, a fortuitous moment allowed Merc to jump safely from the second story window. We grabbed him and rode out of town. You're about a half hour outside of Fire's Heart. You half expected something to come galloping out behind you down the road, but nothing seemed to have done that. It's really a pleasant scene out here. It's it, The sky's blue, the sun's fully up now, and there are a lot of people working the fields, you know, harvest time. You come over a hill, and suddenly you see red banners to the east of you, kind of southeast. Throws everybody for a loop for just a second, and it's basically like some sort of war party or, or you know, host of some sort. But just as you're starting to all look at each other, you can make out a crosshair on one of the banners, and it's clearly a Pyrian army. Many more Pyrian soldiers than you would have expected to see in one place. You haven't seen this many Pyrians added together in one spot. There's some cavalry. Clearly, because they've got quite a few horses in tow, and there's a few tents sort of popped up in the center of it all. So basically, you come across an encampment of some sort. How far out of Firesword are we? What did I say? About half an hour. About uh, half an hour. What is this? I don't know. It's clearly an army. Yeah. But like, what is it doing here? I don't think any of us are going to have an insight to that. Are they set up like a camp, or...? Are they on the move? Yeah, it looks like they've set up a camp. I mean, if you're really brave, you can just go march down to that tent and talk, ask the general himself what's going on. <laughs> didn't they always say they were short-staffed? They, had, they didn't have enough people to defend? Is this where all of their defenders were? That seems like a reasonable assumption. Can we tell how, get like a guess of how many people are here? What size we're looking at? Sure. You think it's definitely over 100, possibly 2 to 3. It's hard to say because they're they're not all lined up or anything like that. Let's get them. <laughs> Paul, you go first. I like these odds. Um, <laughs> never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds. <laughs> yeah, Zan's just in awe. I mean, I don't know if there's any purpose for us going up there. I don't think it serves us any purpose. How close are we to the Harris Ranch? Uh, you're over an hour away at this point. So Merck Caldrum said he would teach you the mathematic equation formula. We need to kind of find a way to get back there, or we just decide to skip it and go with what we have. Well, there's the matter that they have, you know, probably all my coin, my pistol, my sword, and my grandfather's knife. I'm not going to let that one slide. I didn't know about that. I'm going to cast Detect Magic Ritual, cast it while we're riding. Okay, just to see if anything pops. What do you guys want to do? I agree we need to find some way to get Merc's possessions back in his hands. I'm just not quite sure how I want to do that. Well, I'll tell you how I want to do it. We're going to track him outside the city, 
And then we're going to ambush them because it's going to be a lot easier than laying a trap for them. How do we know they're going to come this way? Well, 5,000 gold apiece plus lands tells me that they're going to come after me. No, but how are they going to know that that we went east? They do have a spellcaster. They probably know where he is. I would assume the two guys in that room looked out the window when Merc jumped out as well, so they probably saw what direction he ran. Fire's heart isn't that big, is it? Mm Mm-hmm. The other thing is, I thought you could spy on people from a distance. Well, yeah, but uh, not right now. Okay. Can we use Tucker somehow to see if we could spot him? That's a good idea. It's a big ass. He's a squirrel. I thought you had him as an owl. No. You could just I throw him really, really high. <laughs> <laughs> if I could that use... would work once. <laughs> if I could use the orb, I could do it. Yeah, go for it. I'll hand her the orb. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna need a moment to get ready, but I can try. Let's well, uh maybe I was gonna say, can we just maybe pull <clears throat> off the main road? Yeah, let's get situated before we do. Okay. I would say we don't let the Pyrian army see us. No. Just in case. Also we don't want to act like we're spying on them. I think maybe we move away from them. If you follow this road you're going to come close enough, you'll probably interact with them for sure. I mean they'll We could just do it at ninety V. I just don't want to have them be like, oh, look, there's spies out there. So let's just whatever I would think would be the most casual. Like, I don't know. Yeah, here's the question. Are we going to keep walking away from the city or are we going to stop and start thinking about what to do to go back to the city? This is what I think we do. We push past the camp and we just simply say we're passing through, which is true. And then once we get past them a ways, we can go wander off. Because if we wander off while they're watching us coming towards them, they're going to think we're potentially spies of some sort. I would recommend them at least if we're going to go past this camp, we need to get past before they show up with that writ that they're showing everybody. Yeah, I mean, if we go no. through this camp... otherwise they'll the have an entire army saying, well, this is the law. Go ahead and take them. Or, you know, yeah. I mean, if we oh, go through you're... the camp and then the bounty hunters go through the camp, they're going to say, hey, have you seen this group of people? They, <laughs> they're running away from a bounty. Kind you of know? Sure. I'm going to point out right? that we do not want to hide from these people at this point. Okay. okay. You know, no, I agree that we should probably get past the encampment, though, because so. I don't really think that we want the entire Pyrian army seeing us fighting. And if we go past them... The worst that they any any of the soldiers would be able to say is, "Yeah, we saw him go that direction." Yeah, yeah. And my point is, I don't think we want to hide from this mercenary band. We just want to make sure we have the advantage going into the fight. Right. You mentioned before the Wolf Cave. Did you still want to go there? I had mentioned that before. It seemed like a good hiding spot that we could hunker down on, somewhat defensible. That we knew that it was not really claimed land. I just want to make sure the Harrises aren't in any danger either. Yeah, true. Fair enough. I think we, first priority, we get past this army. We can figure out where to go after that. All right. So you want to stay on the road, ride casual, and hope that they don't bother us? Well, we're certainly not going to fly casual. So, yeah, let's just go up and ride casual with them. <laughs> They're not probably going to really care too much about us. Well, I can't so imagine. about the aftermath when the bounty hunters show up. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll ride. You yeah. stash that orb. It gives off yeah. a lot of light. Yeah. She'll put it in her satchel. Hey, look on. Can I have a sword? Yeah. He gives you Larson's torch. Okay. <laughs> so now you have advantage. If you attune to it, I suppose. Well, I hope to before uh, this fight. I have to do it for the orb, so it's fine. Sabido is at 10 minutes. It's kind of nice you can do that pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Nothing, you know, nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing the dwarf has. 
was magical. Oh, right. What did you grab? You grabbed her pack. <laughs> yeah, grabbed every kind of forgot about that. Yeah. Oh. Grabbed her pack, grabbed her armor. Oh, okay. We traded. Gotcha. <laughs> so you're, so you see, okay, see, I thought you were just turning it on and you were oh. just going to like see if anything around was magical. Yeah. You're no, rifling through I a bag. Good. I see. Right. I'm seeing what kind of loot I got. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's right. We grabbed that staff. Like I got some of the logistics. She is definitely coming after us. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also like punched her, I think, too. So she's probably really no. Mad. That was a dwarven reading. I was told that's how they <laughs> say. <laughs> they do it at weddings. Yeah. Girls. <laughs> if anything shows up as magical, I plan on casting identify. She has a sword of destiny. <laughs> We're set. <laughs> you get a sword of destiny. You get a sword. I can't even use it. Shut up. Use it. <laughs> it's your destiny. <laughs> Looks like I know what I'm using for my feet now. <laughs> Couple of potions of fire breath. Ooh, those always work well. Which are... Don't give those to Hulk. <laughs> That's how you kill the slime to save Merc. Definitely give them to Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give the potions of fire breath to Hulk. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then two potions of greater healing. Does anyone mind if I hold on to one? Or? No, no I've got a million of them. I got I quite a few potions and yeah. stuff. Hold me, anyone? I won't say no. <laughs> I won't say no. A rope of climbing. Rope of climbing? Yes. Okay. Ooh. Not for hold. No, not for hold. Uh, yeah, like, oh. I don't need magical rope. Mm. Where we're going, we don't need oh, yeah. ropes. Uh, I don't know if they would have taken any of them. They would have taken the bottom one, but the Back to the Future would you have had one? Beautiful. Oh, okay. It's basically the uh, rope from Lord of the Rings, it looks like. It'll move and holds up to 3,000 pounds. It moves independent, or I can direct it to move someplace, not up. Okay. And unfasten as well. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. All right. He's <laughs> got a little bit of flair when he, when he activates it, the ends smolder like a cigar. <laughs> nice. Okay. We need to rob people more often. <laughs> I've been trying to say that for a long time. <laughs> Send the paladin to say, the rogue. You're rubbing off on me. And Act 2 begins. I like this new Lucan. Hmm, what about crime, you guys? <laughs> That's a novel idea. <laughs> what about crime? Why is Mark reaching for your character sheet? Army. Mark <laughs> seems to be interested in your character sheet for some reason. That's odd. Let me look up that uh, your oaths one more time. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even say nothing about not stealing. <laughs> True. Probably it's more generic, like be virtuous or something. Nah, nah. He's virtuously <laughs> reappropriating goods from villainous people. Call me Robin Hood. <laughs> so as you get closer to the encampment. You can see more banners. Most of them have the peering crosshair. They're in mostly red. There is one that definitely has what looks to be sort of a lizard shape in orange, possibly like you know something in fire. And a couple of horsemen come your direction. They're not coming up to stop you or attack you or something, but they basically just sort of move to and put their hands up and hail you. Good morning. Yes, Good morning. Yes. Where are you headed this morning? From Fire's Heart? Yep, we're from Fire's Heart. We're going to Crosshair Point. Business? Yes. Yeah. Behind them, too, you can see that there are actually a lot of workmen with them. Don't look to be soldiers. They look like they're probably peasantry, local farmers, something like that. <clears throat> and they're bagging a lot of grain. Like I said, they're harvesting all over the place. And it looks as though these guys are maybe protecting that process right now. But you do notice right past one of the tents, there's a big hole in the ground and there are guys handing bags of grain down into this hole and presumably filling it up 
It's like you guys are harvesting? We are. We're protecting the harvest. Good. Good, good. More wheat from next year's beer. He looks at Lucan specifically. Are you a Lucite? I am. And Lucan puts his hand out and says, I am Lucan. I am the champion of light. My mother is Volna. My father is Erdin. And this is my sister, Zan. We're Amastasias. And this over here is Holg. And this over here is Relop. And this over here is Mercenary. Well met. I just raise my hand in a simple greeting when I'm introduced. Heading back to the City of Light when you're done, or Prince Holm? Correct. Well, you'd be happy to know that the grain will be on its way. Excellent. Wonderful. Thank you for all you've done to assist our lands. I just take orders. So he just kind of nods and gets what he's saying. <laughs> they sort of stand there and right are on their horses, and at this point they just sort of, it's sort of this odd pause for a minute. May we pass? Carry on. Have a good rest of the day. Thank you. Let's keep going. As we're going, Lucan, what are you like our PR director now? Or what do you mean? I'm just gonna go ahead and just introduce everybody. <laughs> yeah, I thought about it as I was doing it. That, that so maybe that wasn't it, a great idea. Instead of pausing, you just decided to keep going with it. Correct. Okay. I didn't want to be too suspicious. Okay. Well, I mean, he does have a better twinkle in his teeth than the rest of us. Ding! Plus, part of our plan was to lay the groundwork of us passing this way. Giving our names to some of the soldiers is not a terrible way of... Other people hunting us don't have all of our names. I know, I know. I realized that when I said it, but maybe they'll <laughs> think we're honorable. I did tell them we were going to Prince Homo, so maybe the bounty hunters are going to go south. Yeah, I don't think so. Depends on how well they have a way of tracking me. Valid. Keep going. Towards at least the Harris Ranch before we make a decision of what we want to do. Sure. We get to the Harris Ranch without any problem. How far away was the cave from the Harris Ranch itself? Or was it like just kind of like, like it was over the hill? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't very far. It was. Are we able to get to that cave walk. without even really getting within range of Harris Ranch? Because, I mean, if we can get to the cave without even attracting the attention of farmhands or anything. You think it's possible, but you do know that every time you come past Harris Ranch, they've known you've been there. Yeah. You know, somebody has come by. They've noticed our presence more on some occasions than others. I would hate to bring more terrible things this way. They've, they've had it pretty rough for the last weeks or so. Yeah. Is there anywhere along this road that we can think of as a landmark that we could go to? I'm more of just thinking of a good, defensible position that we'll maybe we'll not. We can other just find people one ten minutes out from the road, I'm sure. We could search. Can we roll survival? I'm sorry, what are you searching for? Just uh, like a defensible position. Place to camp. That we could camp at for the moment. How far past the army do we want to do that? I guess we're another we're, half hour outside. Yeah, probably like get we're out back. of their distance yeah. probably. Can we even see the army from here? No, I mean, you can certainly just wait till you can't to have this conversation. You know? Yeah, I, I think we wait until we can't see them. And then we You're just... probably halfway to the, the ranch by the time you get there. Or you so, get to yeah, that spot. Let's just go south. Take I a think. look around. Take a look around and see if there's... Sounds like a plan. Who's rolling what? I rolled survival. Oh, okay. Is Relop better at survival? I rolled an 11. I don't care. I just rolled survival. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you want me to roll? Sure. Okay. 23. Just looking for a defensible place, huh? Yeah, if you kind of scout out a little bit, you probably could find a spot where it's a little bit high, but then you've got kind of like a little bit of a cliff behind you, so you use it to hide under if you needed to, but at the same time, it's not too broad, so you could make an exit also. You're feeling good about it in this little spot. There's a few trees, too, that can maybe obscure a little bit. Mark, what do you think of this? It's going to have to work, but it'll definitely work for our purposes now. So 
I think I need to familiarize myself with this blade, and I think you need to familiarize yourself with that orb. Yeah. I'd like to take a short rest if I can. Okay. Is anybody hurt? No. Unless Merc runs out. Oh, wait. No, I actually am, because I didn't actually take time to do a full rest. And we did the shifts, I guess. Did you guys not sleep? Uh, How much damage damage you I was up all night tormenting the dwarf. How How much damage do you want me to remove here? I have 18 damage. Make me off tingly when you touch me sometimes. (laughs) I try my best. (laughs) Why are they giggling? Awkward. (laughs) Then you're not sure how you know this, but as you are holding the orb and you're kind of trying to get attuned to it, all of the different colors, you can feel that they represent different kind of elements in a sense. Okay. And you recognize that when you attune to it, you choose a, a specific type of damage that you get to be resistant to for the day. Oh. It's not like piercing or that kind of sure. shit, but like one of the sort of think dragon's breath. Elemental damage. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know that. Um, let's see. Whatever the five dragon's breath options are. Gotcha. Lucan mentioned she did Cone of Cold. I don't think he mentioned any other spell that had an element type. She did a whole person. Silence. That wouldn't be affected. Right. Thunder wave. Thunder damage, but I don't think that would be. No, that's not on the list. Yeah. All right. So I, it's when I attune that it happens? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And uh, if you were to remain attuned every morning, you choose a different one. Oh, cool. She'll do cold. Okay. For this morning, just in case she starts hitting with that sure. thing again. Kind of gives you a quick shiver for a second, and then... <laughs> like her <laughs> breath kind of comes yeah. out a little yep. bit. That's cool. Or you do fire and fireball yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think even with resistance, it would be a problem. <laughs> but I like where your head's at. All right. So now that she has it kind of attuned, she will start doing her scrying. And... I have to think about what I saw. I don't think I yeah, saw any of her? them. I don't think I saw her. I don't think I saw the gunslinger. I don't think I saw the monk. The only person I saw was the halfling. Gotcha. Because we saw him at crosshair posts. So mm-hmm. she's familiar at least enough with him because she saw him in the bar. Sure. And you said the other people were there in the bar with him, but she wasn't paying particular attention to them. Mm-hmm. Only that halfling was the only thing that talked to us, so I feel like that's probably the only target she's going to have any kind of familiarity with. But there is plus save to their modifiers for it being secondhand knowledge, so she can scry on people she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. They just get a bonus to their saving throw sure. of when she tries to scry on. So she'll kind of say this in character as she's attuning to the orbs. Uh, Who do you want me to look at? The only one I have any familiarity with is the halfling. I didn't see any of the other ones. Do you want me to try one of the other ones? It might be more difficult. How many times can you do it? Um, twice, maybe. Let's go for a more sure bet the first time. And then if that doesn't work, maybe we could try either. Maybe coming up with a new idea. Do you know if he was still with them last night? He seemed to be part of the group. He was in and out, kind of like a scout. So that might be part of the problem with him. I didn't know if he was just an informant or if he was actually part of their group. That halfling, I think, was an informant is what I figured. Uh, he seemed like he was working with him the same, too, because he had the red at one point. If he was just an informant, he wouldn't have had the red. Oh, that's a good point. Did he come into the room where you were being held at all? No, it was just the two. But to be fair, it was, the dwarf woman was never in there either. All right. I'll try. Until she'll begin the casting of it. Huh? As she's beginning to cast that, he's going to go ahead and climb one of the trees and just... Try to get a better vantage point. Okay. Fail your climb test. Fail your climb test. <laughs> 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 it just like falls over change, on everyone. Change plans. Change plans. <laughs> yeah. 
you basically start thinking about that halfling and you're holding the orb and mm-hmm. looking down into the swirls and, and they all just kind of start moving a little bit faster and a little bit faster. And then it's almost like you're drawn into it in a way, in a sense, like the colors kind of come your direction and envelop you. And then everything sort of solidifies around you. You're in a tavern. Reedy Thornblossom is sitting at one of the tables and he's talking to two humans and a gnome. They all kind of look like they're, they're wearing leather armor. They kind of look a little outdoorsy. And there's actually a stack of gold in front of them. And he says, we're going to keep tabs on them, but we need a little bit of extra scouting. We assume they're going to try to find a spot to hole up. And we're not going to just walk into an ambush. And one of the other guys says, you're sure they headed east? And he says, that's what I'm told. The gnome says, have you got other runagates involved, or is it just us? And he says, we've got a few people on the take. The mercenary had some gold on his person, so we're more than happy to use some of that. And he kind of grins. He also gave me this really solid knife. Slam, puts it on the table. One of the humans turns, looks down at the gnome and says, what do you think, earwax? The gnome says... All right, I think we can help out with this. And he puts his hand on the gold and sort of slides it back and lets it fall into the other hand. Excellent. Tell us what you find, says the halfling. And they all get up and squeak their chairs away and head out the door. He continues to sit, and apparently he's having breakfast. You get ten minutes, so... Yeah. Unless so for, anything else exciting happens. For the rest minutes. of it, it's basically him. He... Continues to eat. Yeah. <laughs> just him slurping soup. For <laughs> 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 10 minutes. Play this out. Come on now. 10 minutes. Yeah. Come on, Mark. You got nine more minutes. <laughs> Actually, just do one slurp and I'll just repeat it in the edit. It's fine. <laughs> this guy's like the, the you know, the quintessential con man, right? Like he comes off as this guy who's just interested in drinks and coin and then he ends up being sort of a lot more than you thought he was. Okay. It's the Wobber Waggle Hall. Way of doing things, right? Make yeah. them think you're nobody because like you're just a little guy. I want any halfway that doesn't own an inn, we just stab them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write that down. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> what about that trap on the carnival? Yeah, it's a mobile inn. Yeah, all of them. It's a mobile inn. <laughs> yeah, I know. We didn't need that equipment. We could just get the hell out of here. So she'll do it for as long as it seems necessary, and if nothing else happens, she'll... So I, I could see her just kind of, like, dull-eyed looking at the orb, mm-hmm. and her eyes are glowing with the, you know, Lucian energy, and then she just kind of snaps out of it. Mm-hmm. For you, too, you know, it's, it's it's like the opposite. Everything's sort of... It's almost like things start to melt away from you, go yeah. back into the orb, and suddenly you're sort of staring at the orb. Pulls out of the clouds of it, kind of. <sighs> All right. Yeah, I, I saw them. I don't think they're coming themselves. She kind of rubs her temples a little bit like she's got a headache. They're using Merc's gold to hire scouts, runegate operatives that are outdoorsy types. Okay. A gnome named Earwax, I believe is the name he gave them. Uh, him and a few other humans are going to come out looking for us. They also said they have a few other runegates on the take, so even if we went back into town, we might be spotted again. But this band themselves, the bounty hunters, are not coming out here. I want to be clear. I don't think... We want to try to lure him in an ambush, especially after what you said. I think we want to wait for and see if we can get him just to come out of town, somehow make him think they have the upper hand, and then find a way to make them stop for a minute, and then we attack him at that point. Okay. And how do we do that? 
trying to think of a simple plan that would work. I think the simplest plan is if we could somehow get these scouts to um, give them bad information. All right. So we have to try to fool these scout people into going to the wrong place? Or how loyal are they, I guess? Loyal as coin is. Tried to bribe your people that took you captive, but they didn't blink an eye. They didn't care at all. <laughs> well, we're also dealing with a bunch of criminals. They might be a little more open to avarice than yeah, those ones. Good point. We have to assume the major gates and maybe the docks are being watched. If we come back, they'll know. It doesn't matter if we take them out. True. And I think we just need them to get out of town and somehow be able to circle around and get them when they're stopped, camped, resting. I don't think these people were going to actually attack us. They were just going to get the information and come back. That's the sense they got. I don't think this gnome was going to attack us. They were just going to find where we were. Well, that'd be easy enough then, because we could let them find us and then... Move? Move. And keep our old encampment up. We're going to build a decoy cottage. Yeah. And then build the next door house. Wheelop, are you adept at illusions by any means? Um, not... Particularly now. Okay. I mean, he can turn into people, right? So, listen, let's not overthink this one. Let's just dig in a couple of fighting places. Like, try to make a act like we're building it in for like a a choke point to create a false choke point for them to come through. Let them see us, and then they go back and make the report. And then we, if we can, figure out when they're coming and just sidestep, so to speak. Okay. So, I mean, we'll be doing the actual work. Ralph, you can only turn into people that you've seen, right? Yeah, I don't I don't have that spell memorized, but yeah. Did that guy look like Relop at all, the gnome? Mm, he looked more like a Rontaman gnome, right? Yeah. Okay. She could try to describe him generally speaking, but probably not with any major detail. Yeah, he was he was bald. Yeah. Big if ears. we if these scouts come along and we do capture them, we can have Relop turn into earwax and go back in and give them completely false information. That would work. And once we've captured them, you'd know exactly what he looked like. Mm-hmm. So where could we be that they could find us easily, but then we could capture them? Meaning we're going to have to ambush these scouts and then ambush the bounty hunters. Kind of How right visible right are our horse tracks to this point? Four horses, five horses? I mean, once you came off of the road, it probably actually got better because the road is not that well paved along this stretch. Mm-hmm. The thing, though, is that there's an army that's been on the move, so... Is this place in particular tore up, and didn't they, can they find our tracks through it? Like, if it's easy to follow, I think we just picked yeah, this spot, you, I guess. Yeah, you think, with. unless you do something in particular, they probably could find a trail coming off of the road from where you left? I think we just sat up here, like, listen, they can see the trail, it's easy enough to find. They can see where we peeled off. I have a crazy task for you, Relob. Okay. Can you make it look like we tried to hide the tracks, but not actually hide them? Not necessarily with a spell, just in general. Yeah, I can work on doing something like that. Okay. Well, look, I think we need to go start finding some uh, trees, reshape into something fence-like, a barrier-like. Make it look like we're trying to hole up here, maybe, a little bit. Sure. All right. (laughs) That was the goal, to just kind of get caught, try to beat them. No, the goal is to make it look like they caught us. They go back and relay that information. Oh, I would like you for you to try to see if you can find these scouts. Okay. I mean, you have a couple hours if you need a nap or anything, but... Scout the scouts. Were we trying to capture the scouts? Were I we think trying we, to capture I, I, earwax? I think we capture them. And I don't think... We'd have to wait till the next day, but... Yeah, I don't... Is I, that the idea? You'd have to wait a day? Yeah, I'd have yeah. to get the spell 
But that'd be a way to feed them improper information. Or if we just let the scouts come and go and then move, that is also improper information. And if any of them stay to watch us, we can take them out. Sure. Probably be easier. Okay. So if we have to fight them, then we take them and maybe think about you turning into earwax. You don't want to be earwax? I mean, come on. No, not particularly. I don't speak whatever Hulk speaks to the other thieves. Hulk wanted to be lunch a few weeks ago. No. Oh, I thought you really admired him. No. <laughs> Just his name. No. They were speaking common. They weren't speaking in a, like a thief language that I'm aware of. I was able to understand them. Unless that's the point, I suppose. No, we're that would be something of the spell. They're not thinking they're being tracked. All right. So we'll wait start. and see when scouts show up. All right. Merck and I'll start working on a fake campsite. And you want to go scout the scouts? Yeah, Actually, you guys, uh, you guys go ahead and go out and look, too. You guys go ahead and move all that heavy stuff. I'll just climb up here and see what I can see. So basically the plan is the scouts see us, report back, and then bring the main party. And you and hold scout the scouts kind of thing? I don't know how well I'm going to be able to do that without... That'll be a little bit anyways. Yeah. Big thing is just make sure you don't get spotted. And I would use Tucker as much as possible. Are you hanging in the tree, Hulk? Yeah, I'm just camping out. It's got a nice crook up there. You just kind of like lay it. up there. <laughs> a couple of critters here and there, but you know. Casually notice all the manual labor that the two other guys are slaving away at. Hey, speaking of the gold that uh, Halfling gave to Earwax and the other guys, how much gold did I get from the dwarf? Because we took all of her stuff. I'm assuming she had gold. Oh, in her pack? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose she probably had a little gold. <laughs> so now you're making the argument of how much did we rob her? Yeah, that might take away someone for component purchase power too. <laughs> so I gave her two thousand back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we just traded. Hopefully, we traded up. What I don't think we traded even. up. Yeah. <laughs> you Here's didn't trade. two thousand gold. Oh, that's great. Wait, got five gold. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna say she had about three hundred in there. I didn't mention the knife, did I? Whoops. He knows how my kids just think. Yeah. He doesn't want to mercilessly rampage the, yeah, the, no. the half lane at the moment. I didn't want to like trigger the rage function, but. <laughs> yeah, they were using this knife like a can opener. <laughs> yeah. You do find a small pouch in there that does have 19 gold, 23 silver, and 11 copper. Hey, Merc, I got some compensation for you. Ah, that's all since all day. Put it all on a bet. When we get back into another town, one bet. We can oh. finally retire. Mark, when he hands over that gold to you, you notice that Relop has a spot on the middle of his hand, on his palm. Looks like a little star, almost like a tattoo, right in the center of his hand. Have I not seen that before? Mm-mm. Hey, uh, when you get that done? Excuse me? That spot on your hand. Do I see it? You don't. Huh. Is it gone? Nope, you still see it. I just kind of flick at my palm for a little while. That's weird. Yeah. yeah Relop doesn't weird. see it, but Mark does. Does anybody else? Hey. Again, yeah. See the spot on his hand. Do I see it? You do. It looks like a little star, about dime sized. Did it look like the stars in the sanctuary that we were in? I mean, it's hard to say. This is a tattoo, like a like well, may not be when, a tattoo, but it's it's is it kind like of the, blackish. Is it drawn out like <laughs> like a star? Like a <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a circle with lines coming off of it. What are you guys talking about down there? <laughs> How tired I am for moving all this stuff around. Yeah, it does look pretty hard. <laughs> well, I mean, we'd invite you down, but we don't want you to have any fun. So just keep them in the tree and keep an eye out. 
Relock. Zan, are you are you there too? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what she would be doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, she could probably help with the fortifications, like digging the hole that wherever we're filling these things in at the spot that those guys can go out and go grab things and bring it sure. back. I was just wondering if Re- who, Relock, who, is, who is there to look at the you, spot. Kind you of. You don't thing. see the star in your hand. Well, but I mean, if you say it's there, then I believe you. <laughs> hey, Zan, <laughs> what? come here. <laughs> do I see it? Yes, you do. He That's doesn't see the all, star all, in his All hand. three of you can see. And you describe it the same way. It's, I rolled a natural one. <laughs> I think I do that once. You stop being able to see. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you have no idea. You're rendered blind. You have no idea what's happening. You think he's fooling you that right. like maybe he got a tattoo and didn't tell you. You seriously can't see this? And she'll kind of like point to where on your hand it is. No, but if you say I got one, I... I believe you. I climbed down because I need to know what's going on. <laughs> Everybody's huddling together now. Hulk, look at Relob's hand. Do you see a star? Hulk, you don't. You have no idea what they're no, talking what about. What are you guys talking about? Okay, this is strange. What? You seriously can't see it, or are you just I fooling around see with see anything. All right. Oh. Cut what it off. Inside check. What about <laughs> your other hand? Your other hand okay? That's just the one hand, yeah. Huh. yeah. See if you can cut it out. <laughs> This uh, primary, your, that's a hard no. Are you right-handed? Yeah. It's your right hand. <clears throat> Can I make a check of some sort? What what would work for it? I would like um, to make a religion check. Is it sure. a religious symbol? Sure. Um, <laughs> I'd like to make a yeah, concrete Yeah, you know, check. maybe ar- arcana or, or religion, see if anything... Okay. She'll attempt to guidance sure. on herself before she does so and okay. throw it out there. I got a nine. <laughs> Fourteen. Okay. Twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, you guys are all sort of at a, at a loss. Prelop, oddly enough, you do remember putting your hand to a star on the wall, and that's exactly the hand that's probably where the star would have been. Okay. But it's odd that you can't see it, but they can. Right. I just keep kind of rubbing it with my fingers. Did I get it? No. Little (laughs) little mom grease. (laughs) How about now? Yeah, you got it now. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Weird. Where are we at on fortifications? <laughs> I want to look at my hands. Do my hands have stars? <laughs> no. Yeah, Pull out a quill real quick. So, I don't know if you mentioned something when I stepped away. Did, are you, what, what are you building exactly? Or is it just an idea? Like a, I just kind of like, if somebody was to come in this area, like kind of like want to funnel them in, mm-hmm. maybe, so that they have to deal. Make okay. it look like, obvious yeah. that we're setting a trap. Okay. Yeah, like we're setting a trap. Mm-hmm. Maybe like try to move stuff so it looks like a little bit more subtle. Sure. But... Um, Merck, why don't you make a survival check with advantage? And we'll just kind of maybe use that as a little bit of a, like, what would make sense and, you know, as to what they would see. In this case, it's almost like your strategy skill in a sense. I got a 14. Okay. You know, it's glorious. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a time where a hole goes up in the tree and these two are out getting trees, she would have a conversation with Relot while we're sitting in that little... I'm sure that'll happen. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. I go climb back up in the tree mumbling about how now I'm in the woods with a bunch of insane people. <laughs> <laughs> you just figured that Seen out. Stars. <laughs> Seeing stars in people's hands. Apparently Relot doesn't wash his hands. <laughs> Well, spurred on by the star tattoo, that's going to make her want to ask a few questions at the very least. Just relop. When Merc was being arrested, you said you were an hour away from Fire's Heart. Where, where were you? I just made a quick trip down to uh, the ruins just to see if there was anything else in the uh, Venera temple. Did anything happen in the Venifer temple that you would have done something with your hand? No, I mean, I didn't see anything out of the ordinary while I was there. It looked pretty much like any 
orcs following up and making sure that they came back okay. We saw that room with the constellations and the stars and Fennifer having the stars kind of being one of her symbols. I just wondered if it was part of that. It could be. I didn't... It's weird that you guys didn't see it when we were down there. It is weird, because if... I I mean, I touched the star to get into her teleportation area, but it's weird that you didn't see it before. Maybe you've been marked by her? I mean, do you worship Venifer as a god? Well, I don't know. That worship is the word that I'm looking for. You revere her for her knowledge, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just keep looking at my hand. Can you see magically? Do your sense magic and see if it's there? Yeah, I suppose. I can take a look at it. I'm going to go ahead and cast Detect Magic and take a look at it. Nothing changes for you. No, it's nothing. It's strange that she would hide it from you. And Why would just the three of us be able to see it but not Hulk? That I don't know. That is kind of interesting. Do you know the story of Tenebris? I know the story that all kids get told, but I don't know. Obviously, I'm questioning a lot about what religions are telling me about anybody, whether it be the Pyrians or so on, but all the old stories made it seem like Venifer was allied with Nock, if at least unknowingly, or she was fooled by him, something like that. Yeah, I think that's probably a little more to the point. They kind of paint the whole Tenebris cult as just Nock and his two henchlings. I think Venifer might have made a mistake and... I can't say that anyone here's not made a mistake, so... Many of the stories list Arsa and Venifer as being two vengeful, scorned women, which I always found a little bit disconcerting as well. That didn't seem to be the whole story, but it seemed to be a convenient one. Yeah. Everyone seems to be using Tenebris and Nock interchangeably. I don't know that that's necessarily the case. If you ever get a chance to speak with Venifer... Could you ask her for me, just so I would know what happened? I don't know that we're on that level of trust. I know. I I don't speak directly to Lucian either, but if you ever did... If, if I did and I happen to remember, I will definitely ask. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the orb as well. I'll give it back to you as soon as... Yeah, I need to make sure that that caster doesn't get all our spells back. I don't know how we're going to stop her from doing that. She's just going to stay in town. Is there a way for you to keep preventing her from getting her spells? Well, I kept her from getting a good night's rest yesterday. Uh, Hulk said something about you invading her dreams. Yeah, I can do that again. Hopefully we can exhaust her. I've been on the receiving end of it, and it's not a pleasant experience. Yeah, I've got far better uses for my spells, but... As do I in looking at people from a distance. As it sits, we're kind of limited to this course of action, so... Very well. Let's just go back to whatever she's doing. A little bit of time passed before we got to that conversation. Yeah. So, not too long after that, everybody's sort of going kind of back to their spots, in a sense. And Tucker comes within 100 feet or something to that extent. and, Mm -hmm. And you can kind of feel that sometimes when that happens. You know when he walks within a certain range... And he says, horses. I'll uh, bamf Tucker out and tell everyone I think they're coming, so everyone look busy. (laughs) (laughs) So we're just supposed to pretend like we're still working, right? Yeah, I think that's the goal, yeah. I get nervous, I act like I'm chopping a tree down with my sword. Just kind of absentmindedly moving branches around. Sure. (laughs) Walking circles. 
<laughs> Merc actually continues to work. <laughs> <laughs> like, is everybody doing that, or is somebody specifically going to watch them? Like, how's that? How is that going to be? up in the chair. Yeah, up there. Okay. So, whole girl, your stealth. Uh, that will be not natural twenty. Okay, three twenty. Love it. Zan and Relop, roll your deceptions. You won't need a giant number, but you're, you're trying to be a little deceptive. Oh, deception. Dece- oh, this will go well. I'm so good at this. Deceptive in what you're doing. Oh, and I guess, yeah, and so Lucan should do that too, right? Because you were doing the same thing, trying to be act like you're working when you're not sort of thing. Oh, sure. Merck, I'm not going to make you roll because you just said you're just working. <laughs> <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Eighteen. Thirteen. Eleven. Okay, what what is the work that Relop is doing? That is a good question. <laughs> I, have, I have an idea. I have an idea. When they turn, I'm just standing with it with a branch of tree, just kind of shaking his hand, just turn. walking walking around doing a circle, <laughs> and, then, and then walking back to, I think, and then walking over, and then look at it for a little bit, then walk back over this way. <laughs> I think when they turn the corner, we just all start going to the bathroom because they'll be like, "Whoa, whoa." Okay. <laughs> All right. I didn't. I didn't sign up for this. More gold. More gold. <laughs> they go simultaneously. So odd. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I mean, do you think is, is there something so about that? Is that a no. thing among Saradin? That's a real weird thing. <laughs> Communal. These guys are really close. <laughs> Communal bathrooms. All right. So Hulk, you do see a couple of horses. There's two humans, and then you see that they're. It's really quite cute. This little bald gnome is actually sitting. In fr- like a child, right? Like sitting in front of one of the two humans. <laughs> nice. And they're moving along at just kind of a trot, you know, washing back and forth. And it seems that the gnome, you know, that's all he's doing because he's got, he doesn't have to worry about the horse. Yeah, he's in the kid harness. <laughs> <laughs> and they're trotting along. They, You're kind of watching to see if they'll see the trail and kind of move in. And you think that, oh, like, oh, he's looking. Oh, he's going to check it out. Right. And they just trot right past it. They apparently missed the mark that you were hoping they would find. Mm. Uh, they just completely went past our... Yeah, I rolled a one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought they were just like, playing it cool. I didn't realize uh, they I didn't know it. until he said that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad he didn't now. I don't know about it. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have, but yeah. yeah. They missed the cue they sort of should have seen. Do I see that? Did they go by? Yeah. You were, you were looking at your hand and walking around in circles, right? Right. <laughs> but you could ask Tucker. Tucker's looking. Yeah. If I look through Tucker and see him walk by, I'm just going to yell out, Hey, Mark, where do I put this? Right there. What are you doing? Quick, get back to work. All right. They stop. Jesus. Oh, he was this close to just shooting one of their horses. I would have got their attention. What about this one? Lucan's happy. The goat. The horse. Seriously. They all get off. One of them stays with the two horses holding the lead lines. And the gnome and one of the humans start moving cautiously your direction. So at this point, because Relop has been asking me questions, I go over and like, no, this goes here like this. And this goes here like this. Just keep going down the line. Not under my breath, I'm going to mutter where everyone is. Okay. What time of day is this? Is this happening like midday or yeah, like super it's, sunny um, out and clear? It's probably, we've you know, we've spent a little time here. It's, it's past noon at least. Okay. Just curious. And it, I, it is sunny. Mm-hmm. I, I just nod to Relob and I. How awkward do the twins look? Or do they look like they're faking it pretty good to me? You think unless they were explicitly looking to see that they were... They had reason to believe they were faking, they'd probably see it. But you don't think the normal, casual look would probably do it. All right. I'll go back to what I was doing. But I do make a point of, like, checking on everybody. And then when I get close, I just whisper, like, they're here. Keep going as you are. What? 
<laughs> Who's here? <laughs> I just shake my head. Oh, 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 oh. Zan's kind of working on branches, but keeps moving her way along the line closer towards her sword and shield that are on the ground. Okay. Just making sure they're near her if sure. she needs to get to it. And like all good warriors and all good soldiers, Merrick is always armed. Okay. has a sword on him. <laughs> the human literally comes up almost to the base of the tree that you're at. Like, he's a few trees right there, and right. he, he kind of walks among them. I draw my sword and prepare to drop down if need be. Okay. And you see that he looks over and across the way, sort of hunkered down along the ground, is the gnome earwax. And he's sort of moving along it, almost like a little shuffling crawl, almost. And he kind of stops and flattens himself out. There's a little bit, enough grass here that he kind of disappears. There's like one ear sticking out of one side. And you see that they start kind of throwing each other a, a few signals. And it is in... Thieves can't. Like, you can tell from what they're doing. Okay. It's a little bit spotty because Thieves can't is not really meant to do that over yeah. long distances, but that just short words. Things like numbers, that there is something about the closest thing that you can come up with is swordsman. Maybe it's a reference to Merc. You know, they're sort of re- recognizing that they've found you. Right. Everybody else down there is kind of continues their thing. Relop does another circle, and they kind of slink back away. Okay. I'll just keep an eye on them as they, I assume, gather up their horses and start heading back yep. to town. Yep. yep. They do also put before they go, one of them has an arrow, like, you know, pulls an arrow from his quiver, and he sticks the sticks an arrow into the side of the road, kind of like marks it. Okay. Ooh. Interesting. And they leave. All right. I'll climb back down. All right. They're gone. They did mark a path so they know where to turn off. So, I mean, we could just move that arrow. Right. True. Or, hear me out, I'll be bay. I'm okay with this. And then there's like a cliff or like a hillside behind us. Mm -hmm. Like, how high is it? Probably just about 10 feet. Like, if you needed to, you could like hop up to it. Jump up like you did at the, the wall at... Sure. You guys could go Right up there, and I'll stay down here when they come to ambush us. Relob, did you by any chance see the gnome? Yeah, I would have seen him. Yeah, through Tucker. All right. So you want to stay here, but use you as bait? Just you by yourself, or are we trying to... I want you guys close-ish. Right. I mean, but we should have some more people around you. They're not going to... Yeah, it might look too obvious. If you're just by yourself here. We could set up camp and stuff, sleeping bags. Oh, I suppose they could attack at night. It would make the most sense. Right. We could also hide on the other side of the road, and yeah. when they show up, we just come in right behind them. Let's just do that. I like the sleeping bag idea. Let's, uh... Well, why don't we do the sleeping bag idea, and you can stay at the camp, and then the rest of us will be across the road. Some can be at the hill, some could be across the road. Sure. Yeah. We're going to Ewok this up. We can Let's also make use of the broom. Oh, yeah. Beat them mm-hmm. with it. The broom's a little loud, just so you know. It right. does make some noise. Okay, okay. It's a Good giant vacuum cleaner. Right. Yeah. No mission invention, right. I forgot that it was loud. All right. Yeah, that's a good idea. Then we can try to pincer them from multiple sides. Not only in the cave area, but people that want to get closer and into melee. Hold. Do you think you could drop from a tree pretty easily? I think so. 
man. Uh, there we go. Watch, the, watch, watch this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember those diamonds we bought? I think we're going to need to use them. I mean, we're basically gods. Collapse. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> what could go wrong? I'll go now, pick up his head. You do have to be careful. They are going to be expecting a trap. Well, if we hit them from different angles. Relock, can you dispel any spells that they throw our way? I can. Oh, yeah, can? I can. I prepared today. I didn't know you could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Is that new? I can't Are dispel. No, but I can. She has lots of options. It's just a matter of what she prepped. I just haven't prepped okay. to dispel magic before, and it, it has huh. sort of have to be a permanent effect that's already out. I can dispel that, hmm. but I can't counter spell. I can only dispel magic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me if they put any curses on us. I also have restorations available. She mentioned that she held people, you know, paralyzed them. I can cure that as well. Hmm. Who kind of gets his potion cards out? <laughs> <laughs> These we may need. Nope. Nope. <laughs> All 30 of them. So, yes, we should set up our plans of where we are going to be. So some of us are going to be over by the arrow. Some of us will be behind the hill. I'm going back then... up my tree. Yeah, hog in the tree. Relap. You want to be up on the hill? You can just shoot from the hill. How far is the uh, hill from the uh, right campsite? Up to it, right? like yeah, you kind of nestled under it. Yeah, you, know, you can just okay. be away uh, yeah. from danger up on a hill. Yep. And then I'll set up some sleeping bags or bedrolls, whatever we want to call them. Yeah. And stuff them with grass so it mm-hmm. looks like there are things in them. And, and then I'll uh, make a fire, actually. Okay. So I can be by the arrow then? Yeah, Zan and I can be across the road. All right. Sound like a plan? Well, how stealthy are you? I gotta say, I want to see this paladin in armor trying to hide. I don't know. It's uh, that one I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. I do because I don't have my breastplate yet. <laughs> Aww. Poor, poor, poor baby. <laughs> I'm the one that has any kind of disadvantage. Oh, I guess you do, but you're not stealthy. My goal is to never roll right a stealth roll. <laughs> it's scary. Why don't you just. Be behind a log or something, then, like in the midway point. You know what? Maybe she just stays up with me in yeah, the camp. Sure. Having another person there might sell the lie a little better. Yeah, I yeah. agree. All right. Sure. All so right. I don't stealth at all. I just stay there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, are you are you across the street or are you up no, the tree? I'm climbing the tree. You're doing the tree. So, yeah, reel up on the hill behind us, me and Merc in the camp, Holg above us in the tree, and Lucan across the road where the arrow is hiding somewhere. All right. Do we have some sort of signal that Lukan can give us when they're... How we all know? Relap and Hulk will be the... Or, yeah. Well, Relap, actually, on Tucker. I can have Tucker next okay. to him. He can signal Tucker. I okay. can message yeah. him. Yeah, they're quite a ways out. They've got to go back. Yeah, like right. there's, a, there's some time, time. involved. Yeah, we well, the other thing is, is they, if they're within 30 feet, they're not exactly going to surprise us. Right. But I can at least give you guys a heads up when they're imminent. Please do. All right. So wait, this we're is in addition you, and your game is going to be... Sitting ducks. <laughs> Sun starts to go down. Sky gets pink. The temperature drops pretty drastically. It's fall. It was kind of a nice warm day, and now it's suddenly getting a chill. You can see your breath. Hold, there's a raven that shows up above you, and you haven't seen a raven yet. But it just sort of pops up at the top of the tree, and you kind of, for a second, you expect that it'll just flutter away again, and it just kind of hangs out up there. Yeah. Is it, like, within arm's reach? No. All right. Kind of creeps you out. It reminds you a little bit of Natic. Yes. And that is exactly why I draw my bow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to skewer this thing. Have you ever shot your bow? Nope. I don't think I knew you had one. (laughs) (laughs) Short bow comes out. I do. All right. Just almost never use it. 
First bow shot. Let's cool. see if this dice roll. He's probably good at it, right? Rogues? Rogues have good dice. It's Thomas. It's a Thomas roll. Oh, thanks. <laughs> hey. AC 14. Oh, not so bad. Probably good enough. All right. It explodes in a bunch of feathers, but then disappears. Okay. Well, they're aware of me. <laughs> Maybe a mirror positions, but I don't yeah, know what I'm I think about. it's time to... Uh, I'll go join uh, the con. Oh. I'm going to sneak up behind the con. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go Um, I rolled a... I bet you wish you had a Larson search now. I rolled a five. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just beat that passively? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> roll your willpower so that you don't stab him in the back. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, my stealth roll was 30. Jeez. I did not see you. You did not see it. I said willpower again, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. run. All right. Do you want to do anything, anything to him since he doesn't know you're standing right there? I'm just going to be like really uncomfortably close. You know, your boss is looking over your shoulder. Oh. Okay. Who? <gasps> What are you doing? And I was just like, can I get a report? <laughs> a report? I haven't seen anything. Okay. Have you seen anything? One of them had a familiar. It's gone now, so they oh. knew where I was. As soon as Tucker hears that, I'm going to message Mark and let him know that what's going on. Are you going to just stay here then, or are you going to go to a different tree? Yeah, or? no, I need to keep you out of trouble. Oh, all right. I'm kind of ready for some trouble. Let's get these guys. Cast mage armor. Okay. I'm reminded of like the professional, where all the bad guys start walking across the hall uh-huh. and like setting up. <laughs> yeah, right. Like who doesn't like Beethoven? Uh, you don't like Beethoven. Good scene. It's one good of my movie. Favorites. Oh, he's an amazing villain in that. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. So how long are we sitting there in that cave area? Oh, like, how many hours are we waiting? A while. Did you want to talk about something? Um, she would. Yeah, she would have a conversation with you. At some point, probably closer to the dark, or when it starts getting dark. So, I know you were upset about the Harris Ranch farmhands and things, and that they were innocents and that they died, and I also feel sorrow for that sort of thing, but these people aren't evil, or do you think they are? You spoke with them more, I... I wouldn't call them evil, but what I would say is that they are willfully turning a blind eye to the facts, therefore they are allowing evil to happen. If you can find a way to diplomatically end this, I'd be all for it. I don't think that that's the case, and I think we're going to have to resort to violence. I've been think- thinking about it all night and all morning, and it's been bothering me, but I feel like before the end of this, of all of this, many innocent people are going to die. Defending oh. Asher, defending what they think is right, and I don't know what to think about that. All the more reason to make sure we have as much proof as possible. Right. Also, these people, these ones in particular, they're in control of their facilities. They are making that decision. And they're choosing to stand in our way in a path that we have declared to be righteous. And they're ignoring that. I'm being wary about declaring anything righteous anymore. (laughs) Anything against Nock is righteous. Hard to argue with that. And they are standing on Nock's path whether they intend to or not. I just feel bad for them. I tried to reason with them. I know you did. I'm not blaming you. I'm not upset at you. I just wish it would have gone a different way. Me too. I would have my knife right now. (laughs) The halfling has it, of course. He's the first one to die. I'll be sure to leave him to you. I have to get used to things like this now. 
You see her just kind of like handling her sword, like she's sharpening it and just kind of running it in her hands a lot. She seems to be nervous about what's happening. I thought you wanted to join your order to do things like this. To defeat evildoers, not people following the law. Evil's twisting the law to their advantage. Then what do you do? Those are the things, unfortunately, they don't teach. The flame tells me you do what it takes. Indigo said the same thing. Seems like you understand Pyrian pretty well. Well, did feel drawn to the flame. Maybe there was a reason for that. I'm still learning, so be patient with me. What? You want to throw all that hard work to turn over into a Pyrian? <laughs> no. Ever since my experience in the cave, I have a sense that I need to learn about many of the gods, not just one. I don't think the problem is with the gods. I think the problem is with the history that men teach. I agree. I was just asking Relop today about his opinions on Benefer. She's often vilified, and if that's not the case, I would like to know the truth. What I hear when I hear those stories and read them is that she was told what she wanted to hear, and somebody used her, and then she realized what was going on, and then she did become spiteful because she was betrayed, and I think she did some of the things she did for love, not because she thought that it was for the best. So you, you feel like she was foolish? Not actually evil. Mm, used. Unwittingly, maybe. That was one of the strengths of the both Lucian and Pyrian was that they were able to show her the, the folly of what was going on. You think Arsa was the same way? I mean, the stories tell it that they were very similar situations. But I think they're stories that people want to tell, not the ones that are true. I hope someday to speak to them and get the real story. <laughs> I'll be just happy if I one day I get to speak to Nock and put a sword in his eye. <laughs> Alright. Hey Mark, when, when we see them approaching, mm -hmm. can I use Shield of Faith as a bonus act? Ah, oh, it's shiny though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't do that. I'll wait. I'll wait. Never mind. <laughs> I just set off a spotlight. <laughs> We're just going to find that would be amazing. Whoa. You do all this. Oops, you're like oops. stuffing sleeping bags. You're doing all this stuff for subterfuge and he's just like Light spell! <laughs> I guess we're going out there to fight. <laughs> just a laser light show of the final countdown just starts blaring. <laughs> what the heck? is <laughs> ready! Europe is touring again? Awesome! Alright. So, after the explosion of the Raven, probably about an hour later, people approach on the road. There's no light. It's very quiet. You hear the little bit of sort of snorting from horses and hooves crunching onto the dirt, but they're purposely approaching quietly. Really, at this point, the only people who would see it would maybe be the people across the road, right? So we had kind of a thicket, you were a little bit hidden as mm -hmm. you went through. So you can see that there are three of them. Lucan, you're having trouble. You're not 100% sure what you're seeing, right? Because okay. it's definitely gotten dark. Hold, you could probably very quietly tell him you definitely see Dargoon, the Dwarven woman. You remember her very well. You see Masul, the one with all the jewelry and the quarterstaff. And you see Cesario, the gunman or gunslinger or whatever he is. The guy who kept dropping his gun because Lucan kept telling him to. You do not see Reedy Thornblossom, but that's what you see. Right. I convey that to Lucan as quietly as possible. What? Never gonna get old. Mm -hmm. Tucker, little, little brown squirrel sitting on Lucan's shoulder right now, 
relays that to Rila. Okay. Let Merc and Zan know. Through a message? or Yeah, I'm just getting cast okay. message. Okay. Reedy is not to be seen, so... Be watchful, Rila. He might come from behind you. I'm going to mm-hmm. try to keep an eye on the tree where Holg was mm-hmm. and see if I see any movement. I'm going to kind of look around, left and right, maybe over my shoulder, just because if Reedy's not with him, I don't know if he's circling around. Exactly. Right. So with her dark vision, she's going to try to see if she can see okay. where, where he is on maybe the hillside area or the top area. She's going to look like she's kind of just looking around just um, normally, but she's per- going to try to work perception. Her. Yeah. 13. Then you don't see anything. <laughs> yeah. They, in fact, break away. They don't start walking that direction. They start sort of separating. Cesario and Dargoon go one direction. That's the dwarf and the guy with the gun. And Masul, the one with the quarterstaff, goes the other way. So they're basically walking around like they're going to try to flank the place. I'm going to try and subtly lean towards Dargoon's side. can't believe they only brought through. They didn't just prank through. <laughs> I'm expecting earwax in those other two, too. We're going to find out. It's quiet. They're all pretty deft at moving through. You even, you know, you know that this dwarf, she wears chain mail, wasn't it? Uh, she, you know, yeah. she, we at least that's what we took from Medium her. armor, at least, yeah. right? That's what she was wearing when we last saw her. Do we have her armor? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we took everything. <laughs> we took everything. <laughs> she got no armor. She's, she's wearing armor. Okay, okay. she bought some. <laughs> <laughs> Using her money. It's just some good armor. I'm not saying she's not armored now. I didn't realize we had her other armor. She's probably a little mad. Yeah, no kidding. Just touch. <laughs> probably is like, let me get the orc. <laughs> So Zane's going to keep an eye on Merc, but over his shoulder and past to see if someone's coming up behind him. Okay. And I'm hopefully he'll do the same for me. What? I do the same. So Rila is relaying so what everybody's passing the story around, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the idea is that they're coming around and they're going to kind of flank that position. So I guess largely the question is, what do you do before that? Because mm-hmm. we can roll initiative, but the like right. the initiative is probably going to start when they get to the spot where they yeah. want to be. I mean, I do you want to do something con. first? I'm going to motion for the con. I figured we were going to wait until they get. Uh, you you can either wait till you hear something, but I'm going to try to sneak up and follow the uh, group of two, the mage and the gunslinger, yeah. get the dwarf. Main target's a dwarf, wouldn't you agree? How far away is the dwarf from yeah. you? You're up on the hill? Yeah. I mean, at this point, pretty far away, right? They're, they're, right. Just, they're circling around to get... Okay. I'm going to start circling towards the dwarf and... Who's it? Mazul? No, it's uh, Cesario. Cesario. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Zan. Mm-hmm. You have that rod you used to cast the light spell in? I do. Put the light spell on it and give it to me. So reach in and grab the ornate lucite rod, cast light on it, and toss it to him. So, here's my dumb idea. I'm going to walk out there and act like I'm taking the lake. Nice. Huh? Which, which direction? I Tor- point, like, northwest. I mean, <laughs> I mean the big, we've been relating. Bas- yeah, they've been telling here. you where everything is. So, you can basically go the direction of Masul, who is on basically west of you, or Dargoon and Cesario, who will be to your east. I mean, at this point, southwest, southeast. Right. But that's their idea is they're going to come in on different sides. Which of right. the two sets are you going for? You know what? I'm going to go straight north just to see if we can mess with them to a couple of trees out away from the camp. Gotcha. So, yeah, she'll let them do that. Just kind of headed towards the road where. Yeah. Right? Is the plan at this point that hold you're going to move in? Yeah, I'm going to try and sneak up 
behind you want me to go uh, with the you? dwarf. And, no. No? I think I'll be okay. What are you going to do? Wait till the action starts and then yeah. just charge in. I have a feeling you're about as sneaky as a freak. There's a little bit of a walk, Lucan. Like, this, it's not right off the road, right? Like, it's a mm-hmm. little bit off. off. Mm-hmm. And so, if you want to actually be able to get into it, you probably want to start moving. Head that direction. I'm going to start moving. <laughs> Maybe give, this you know, you can, I, I you can certainly the, give. I move the other way. So, like, if he's going right, I'm going to okay. go left. You know, like he could. Well, I want to go after. That I mean, he could, he could just go straight down the yeah. follow the arrow, yeah. right? Yeah. But like, you could even give him a, a head start. But I think I would move if you want to, like, be ready to yeah, attack. Because sure. otherwise, yeah. you'll be across the road, yeah. and people will be yeah. finding it'll take you a minute to get it there. Right. Sounds good. I'll start moving. Go ahead and roll your style. Uh, that will be a nineteen. Those are some god awful rolls. <laughs> you roll that hard mark. one on your uh, on earwax too, which is awesome. You didn't roll your stealth guy. You have the black die for a reason. I know. What's up with that? Jeez. It's stealthy, right? Like, I mean, was that the one? You didn't even see it when it's nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> it's a knock die. Mm. Are you a knocker? Mm. Knock tonight. <laughs> knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was good. Ooh. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Gonna have to keep that one in. Hold, you are basically walking through an area that's a little, it's got a few trees. It's on its way towards that direction. And you get yourself pretty much behind these two. <laughs> He's in the lead, Cesario. And Dargoon is just, you know, slightly behind him. They're pretty stealthy. They know what they're doing, but they don't seem to know that you're back there. Now, about. 30 paces, because you've got the fire coming from the, the campfire with Merck and Zan. 30 paces, they'll probably be where they want to be. I'm going to give them to about uh, halfway where they want to be, and then I'm going to try and subdue the dwarf. Okay. Like, you, like grapple, or? Uh, no, more like a really hard pummel of the sword right to the back of her skull. Okay, trying to knock her out yeah. kind of thing. Let's go ahead... And everybody roll initiative. <laughs> He's going to have this attack, but then we'll kind of start initiative at that point. Okay, so go ahead and roll your attack. Okay, you... do I roll with advantage on this because she's unaware? Oh, yeah. That will be a 24. Hmm. That'll hit. It's 27 points of damage. Oh, yeah. Kadunk. <laughs> she's dead. Crack! <laughs> Just smacks her in the back of the head and blood pops. She's going to definitely have a concussion after that. <laughs> it doesn't drop her, but she sort of like moves forward. And she does kind of yell out a little bit as she gets hit. And then Guys, they're here! That's why I'm <laughs> Neon signs. Cesario is going to turn around. Hi. <laughs> Shoot you. And yeah, he has a pistol in his hand. So, turns around, takes a shot, it hits, and... Uh, I do uh, the reflex on Kenny Dodge. Gets you for eight points of damage. Okay. So this bullet basically comes, and you sort of jump out of the way, just sort of catches the side. It actually kind of just grazes a little bit, but like pops barely. Get, it's going to miss you, but then it hits, and then it, you realize that it sort of pops through the backside of you a little bit, you know, just on the edge. It doesn't quite hit anything, but it just sort of creates a couple of wounds as it goes through. She turns around, holding her head, and she turns towards the campfire. And suddenly, out of the air, it sort of gets cold around you. Um, and all of this... Actually. So. See that she's about to cast something, and whoosh, you take it away. 
she's kind of holding her head. She sort of turned her back. You know, she turned away from Hulk in the in the idea that she was going oh. to do something with the two that were at the campfire. It's a bad idea, lady. Sort of strategic in a sense, but it didn't work out for her. <laughs> and now it's Relapse's turn. So she does not know where I am right now, right? So far as I can tell. It's hard to say. She hasn't given you any attention. Right, right. I'm going to slowly walk a little bit closer, pull out a uh, glass uh, cone, and cast Cone of Cold on the two of them. It's a 60-foot cone, and they need to make a constitution saving throw. Probably that hole, he's right there. Okay, I'm fine with that. Constitution 16. Nope, should have been a fireball. 37 points of cold damage, or halved. Well, that was less than ideal. <laughs> Next time, just do fireball. Done and done. <laughs> All right. Both of them get hit with this. You know, they, they sort of move a little faster than you wanted them to, and you're, you're, you're not sure that you got the brunt of it that you wanted to. And Lucan, as you have been sort of following up behind, kind of running in, basically what you see, because you just went straight down the path, right? Or were you going after the mob? I, I, was, I wanted to go towards the group, the two. Oh, you're going towards Dargoon and... Yeah, uh, I, he's focused on getting that dwarf out. Oh, it's his, gotcha. Okay. All right, so you're not within melee at this point. Sure. Am I within 60 um, feet? You could, yeah. Okay, so Lucan starts to yell, battle cry, runs towards Holg and the two, lights his sword, and then as he's running, he kind of points towards Holg and casts Shield of Faith, and then there's a shimmering light around Holg. Giving him a plus two AC for ten minutes. Nice. Awesome. By the way, that comment about from Dan that said that it was a Legolas Gimli thing, <laughs> that was the best thing I heard all week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like that, that that's really what I've been hoping for, right? Yeah. <laughs> I want people to see stuff like that. Yeah. Alright, ready for the fastest action ever? I move thirty feet, then I move another thirty feet. I so for a total of sixty feet towards the sounds of combat that Hulk and Hulk mainly, and I okay. see the So everybody's kind of moving towards the... <laughs> Why is nobody going for the door? And now it's Hulk's turn. I choose to engage Dargoon. Okay. Well, then I am going to continue trying to skewer Dargoon. Okay. Since she didn't fall down the first time. <laughs> okay. Are you doing the subduing sort of thing? You're trying to knock her out? Uh, or yeah. We'll try one to... more time. Just okay. Uh, the AC 20? It's 28. I'm just kind of wild. Like, no. No spells. <laughs> Crack! You know, it takes another hit, and she's a lot hardier than you thought she'd be, right? Like, there, you know, you don't know if it's a dwarven thing or what, but like, she's definitely hurting. Like, she's worse for wear, but she's still standing there and trying to kind of get her bearings and figure out where she's going. I think she's still reeling from the fact that the spell that was going to be pretty epic didn't quite work for her. <laughs> and Zan, it's your turn. Can I see the monk? Can I see Masul coming up on us on the other side? She doesn't want to put her back to. Someone coming in on a pencil. Well, I'm not going to take your turn for a roll your perception. Ooh, 23. You do. He actually is coming in, and what's kind of a little bit creepy about it, the reason you see him is because he has a gold mask on. It like it shines a little bit as he comes through. Like glinting off the brush. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's got a, yeah, he's got a gold mask that you had not seen, or that nobody had seen previously. Okay. And how far away is he? He is probably about 60 feet away. Probably to the point where he's just getting to the clearing from the trees on that side. All right. Zan stands from where she was sitting at the campsite, sword and shield up. She'll hold the sword in front of herself in a salute, swing downwards, and dash towards him. So movement will be moving 30. My action will be moving 30. And then I'm casting spiritual weapon. Okay. At level 4, 
Okay. So her sword will copy itself and surge past him and slice across his shoulder as it goes past. Okay. Light sword comes <clears throat> darting at his way. 24 to hit. Hits. 18 points of force damage. And then she'll be right on top of him. All right. So, yeah, it comes through, sort of slices. Yeah. You don't get a lot of response from him because he has his mask on. Yeah. But now suddenly not sneaking up on anybody like he thought he was going to. This is not the guy I want to square off with. <laughs> All right. For the gunfighter to be real honest with you. <laughs> so, Zan, as you approach, you get yourself within and he holds up his quarter staff. Yeah. And Reedy Thornblossom pops into his way out mm-hmm. from behind. How do you do that? <laughs> from behind him or behind me? <clears throat> from behind you. He was somewhere in there. Okay. He had hidden himself and now he's taking the advantage of you as you enter. Uh, can I. Warding flare him, or if I don't no, know, no, because I didn't you know if I see him. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. that's fine. Just suddenly, you know, you come up and you're you're feeling good about this because you've just sort of thrown this quarterstaff guy off his game, and suddenly you take this 14 points of piercing damage, mm-hmm. like boom, just this piercing in your back that you didn't know was there. Mm-hmm. And then it's the quarterstaff's turn, and so he's going to take a swing as well. I will warding flare that him. guy absolutely. Yeah, he basically whips his quarterstaff, you see it, you know, you sort of take this pain and you you see that he's coming around and just put your hands up, you know, just yeah. this light sort of bursts from you and almost like hold yourself in for the pain and then the quarterstaff hits a tree next to you. <laughs> okay. And we're back to Cesario at the top. <sighs> so Cesario is going to take another shot at Holg. Oh, no, not the face. <laughs> <laughs> this is the moneymaker. <laughs> <laughs> this is why people like me. <laughs> Yeah, my reaction, uh, uncanny dodge. I am AC 18 now from the armor. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, he does hit that. Another shot comes out and 10 points of damage. It's not looking so great, guys. (laughs) Like, how rough do you look? Like, pretty rough. It's pretty, sort of. You're like hanging on my thread. Pretty banged up. Problem is, uh, somebody needs to go save Zan. She doesn't need to save She's got this. A monk and a rogue versus a cleric. With it's funny because when they're at the bar, Lucan's like, I need to protect Tuzan. Yeah. Yeah. When they're in combat, he's like, that's fine. She's fine. She's fine. The ultimate test. Actually, yeah, just banish the monk and punch the crap out of the rogue. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, wisdom saving throw. I'm guessing he's going to pass that. <laughs> the rogue would probably be better to banish than the monk was. I was going to say, like, yeah. pure damage output, like, no, the rogue by himself is I'm a lot I'm surprised I only got hit once. Uh, I was expecting, like, four blows. Your spell helped, right? Oh, sure, sure, sure. So, Dargoon says something in Dwarvish, and... Um, actually, I'm going to go ahead and counterspell. All right, third level or less, you counterspell. What? She's spitting at this point, like, just irritated oh. and ready to... Say it, don't, I don't spray know what to, it. I don't know what to say exactly, but she's... Very frustrated, and Relop, it's now your turn. It's even worse, right? Relop goes immediately after. <laughs> How far away is Zan? Do I see Zan and her predicament? You know, I think you probably I, would. I don't think the these guys that are in melee probably would see it necessarily, but I think right. you probably would because you're standing back. You came down, yeah. Right, and she's yep. kind of lit up a little mm-hmm. bit with her light. Yeah, you saw this flash of light. You see that she has two people on her. And knowing the, how the party's comprised, I know I got a good feeling as to who that is. How far away do I think that is? I mean, somewhere around them, but like maybe 90 to 100. Okay. Like All right. That's fine. I'm going to start moving towards Sam, my 25, and I'm going to pull out a little molasses and cast slow on the two of them. Okay. And you get to choose, right? Yeah. Okay. Willpower test? Yeah. Wisdom. 
or what? Uh, <laughs> power again? Like I'm never gonna do. Like I was 16 years old playing Shadowrun. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I'm ever gonna right. fix that. The willpower is gonna be embedded yeah, yeah. forever. Wisdom, wisdom, yeah. 16. All right, Masul is affected. 3D Thorn Blossom is not. Whoa, oh. that is big. How could it live? That's big, big, big time. There's a chance. <laughs> All right, Zane, you've seen this spell before, and you Ooh. see that the, the quarterstaff fighter is now slowed down. Lucan, it's your turn. Am I up in the thick of things now? Mm-hmm. I see that Hulk's probably hurting pretty bad, so I'm going to use Lay on Hands and heal him. Restore 22 health for him. What? Hulk, you just sort of feel these hands behind you, and you really like it. Uh, it's, yeah, it's great. Magical touch. <laughs> I'm going to dream about that later, sir. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Good lord. And that takes an action. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, actually, it's, that's what I do. So I just um, I just heal Hulk, and I'll tell him to pick on somebody's own size anyways. <laughs> He's going to try to get in between Hulk and the two. Okay. Mark, your turn. Wow. I'm not going to play as nice as uh, Mr. Hulk there. I'm going to go for her head with the blade. Okay. The sharp side. All right. The pointy bit. Mm-hmm. Arson's horse is going to see some action. It is. <laughs> but it's going to do a whopping 12, so I'm assuming that one misses. Yes. How about 17? 17 hits. Little tripper. Okay. 19 points of damage, and then she owes me a strength check. She doesn't have the strength. This is it. How do you want to do it? I just catch her because I'm going for the leg. I catch her. Comes up, slides in, catches her in that artery that's in the leg. Okay. Oof. Blood just kind of spews spews from her. And, you know, this, this poor woman looked tired in the first place, right? And, yeah, it just sort of like, she, it's almost like she, she tries to get up. And then just the life sort of leaves her. And she Ugh. falls down. Yay! <laughs> 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 right death! Uh, wait, what? Alright. You guys drop to their mage. I walk up to Cesario, axe and surge, and be like, where's my knife? <laughs> oh. Alright. So, 24 to hit. 24 hits. I would like to do a menacing attack, 9 points of damage, and then he heals me a wisdom check. 16. He does not look like he wants to deal with you anymore. He, he definitely, his eyes go wide. And he's not himself. Okay. And then second attack, it was a 23 to hit. Hits. And that will be nine points of damage. All right. Again, the sword, you know, kind of slashing through. You're used to this big heavy weapon. And this guy's like really light as it comes through and catches this guy and sort of slices a couple of Zoro marks. And he wants to get out of combat with you. He doesn't like what's happening. And Hulk, it's your turn. All right. Now to strike back at this guy. He's been shooting at me for a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. First swing, that is an AC 19. That lit? Oh, that's a lot of dice. Uh, 31 points of damage. Ooh. And then I will use my bonus action uh, offhand with uh, Toriador's Malice. 23, 6 points of damage. Okay. And then he needs to do that save. DC 15 Constitution. Both kind of come through, slicing this guy up, and he's just, he's kind of a mess at this point. His armor is kind of shredded, actually, like between the two of you as you have been attacking, and he's still standing, but he's a wreck. And probably would run if you let him. Zan, it's your turn. Zan will use her bonus action to have the spiritual weapon attack the monk. Okay. 20. That'll hit. 10 points of 
force damage. And then for her action, she will go defensive. Make all attacks against her with disadvantage. disadvantage. So she's just going to hold the shield and sword up, and she's going to try sure. to like parry all of them. Nice. Okay. And basically just whirling, blocking both of them sure. while the spiritual weapon is behind and consistently slashing down on the monk. Okay, cool. Great. All right. Cool. Reedy's going to take a swing at disadvantage. So no sneak attack damage. So awesome. he comes in and... Zan, you feel pretty good about it because he really comes in and he's fast. This yeah. guy, this little guy's like got some speed to him. He's got some skill. He comes in. He's actually got a short sword in one hand and a dagger in the other. You're not going to sit and think like, is this his? Is this his grandfather's knife? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even know if I've seen it before. Right, right. And so comes in and poof, 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 as this as he moves and he moves really fast and you catch two of them really solidly and then the other one just kind of slides in, catches the spot. You do take seven points of damage as okay. it slides through. So three of them you came in, two of them got knocked away. Okay. Sewell's going to take a swing now as well. So this slow attack comes in. And the disadvantage, basically, yeah, he comes in and just sort of like, it's almost laughable. Yeah. This, this thing comes by you and you just sort of like step backwards <laughs> and let it come by. Right? Backhand parries it with a sword while yeah. holding the shield to... You know, like it wasn't even funny. Yeah. And back up to the top. Cesario. He gets to make a saving throw, I think, on Slow, yeah. right? Yeah. It's oh, another yeah, one of his rounds. I appreciate yep. that. Thank you. Yeah, didn't get it. Okay. All right. Cesario at the top of the initiative. He's hurting. He's scared of Mark. And he's going to disengage. I would like to send no strike. Okay. Jeez. Please hit him. <laughs> no survivors. No survivors. <laughs> Ooh, that was looking a little rough. Let's see, that'd be 15. 15 hits. Oh, oh no! Wow. Speed zero, buddy! <laughs> God, Sentinel was such a terrible feat. <laughs> and then 11 points of damage. Okay. Alright, so he tries to sort of step his way back. He's sort of holding his gun up, and you basically catch him across the throat. It opens up his throat, and he just kind of looks at you for a minute, and you know, the, like the blood. Remember, you had that Van Dyke, and he just got blood sort of up this up the front of his face and down the front of his chest, and he just drops down in front of you. And Cesario is out of the mix. Here, I was hoping he died of bleed damage. Oh, <laughs> you really want to get a kill with that bleed condition, don't you? <laughs> so you much you got the demon. Remember? Oh yes, the shadow of Ravendag yeah, went down true. with that. With bleed damage from oh, yeah, the yeah. Yeah. Right. Straight, he like was Wait. flying away. And he... All right, Relop, it's your turn. Gonna go ahead and just. We got two surrounding Zan. She is whirling her shield around and. Trying to keep from getting stabbed by these guys. I'm gonna go ahead and just yell, Zan's on the other side of the camp, alone with two guys. <laughs> <laughs> and <right>. cast... <laughs> <laughs> Freezing! <laughs> Freezing! <laughs> We're not doing Freezing. Oh, he's at it again. <laughs> it's then, college all over again. <laughs> I'm gonna cast Gorching Ray. At uh, fourth level. Okay. They are all going towards the... Brady. Brady. Yeah. 12 and 16. 15 and 21. And 25. You hit them three times. Okay. Hmm. All right. Car screws. Two of them go a little awry. Three of them drill into him. 26 points. This is the first damage he's taken. Mm-hmm. I haven't hit him at all. I've been concentrating on the monk. And I'm going to walk towards those two. Okay. Luke on. Uh, Lucan's gonna be a little shocked at all the blood flying around. 
And then he realizes Zan's over there fighting two people on her own. So he yells out, Zan! And starts charging towards their group. Probably halfway there, maybe, by the end of it. Okay. All right. Lucan starts running, and then Merc. I grab Cesario's gun, and then I move 30 feet. Can I see either one of them to try to shoot him from here? What's the range on a gun? Do we know? A pistol is actually 30-90. Yeah, I take a shot. So, because uh, it's past the 30 feet. Disadvantage. Disadvantage, I'm assuming. Just don't shoot Zan. <laughs> I think I can see the monk. I probably can't see the short stuff, so. You can probably maybe see him, but he's partially covered. So what? your better shot is the monk. Well, the gun doesn't jam. <laughs> but you can say it's a shot in the dark. <laughs> All right. All right. I so, got a save. Yeah. Six. Okay. Yeah. All right. Shoots and nothing seems to happen. And Hulk, it's your turn. Yeah. If she's about 120 feet away, I will move, use my action to dash, and then use my bonus action to dash to. Yeah. So 90. So I'm not there yet. <laughs> You're getting there. You can be there next I'm round. Working on it. Yeah. <laughs> Which that matters. Yeah. Zan. All right. Spiritual weapon again attacks the monk. Okay. Natural one, so that'll miss. And then, kind of out of frustration with that, you'll see her eyes glow, and she'll just go, be gone! And she'll kick, like, the ground, and this eruption of radiant energy shoots out around her in all directions. It's a new cantrip that I picked up called Word of Radiance. So they need to make constitution saving throws. 17, please. I didn't know you had a new cantrip. Yeah, I got a new one. This last level again gave me a new cantrip. They both fail. 15 points of radiant damage. Nice. Nice. And it's in five feet all around me. Reedy was one point off. That guy's actually rolling okay. That's pretty good. But yeah, you guys have never seen her kick this off again. It's just this big explosion, like column of radiance shoots out and bursts out around her. And that'll be it. All right. Pow. You know, sort of both reel a little bit with this light. And Reedy is going to... Warding flare. So, all right. That's just <laughs> one attack, right? Yep. Jazz hands. So Zanny comes in again, and he moves in with these attacks. Got... A weapon in each hand, he kind of catches through, and he's trying to, you know, the first flare kind of hits. He's got these other attacks. Yep. Sort of turns away, in fact. Like, it's, it's almost like he anticipated it, and he moved this direction, and then just this sword comes your direction and ends up hitting you for 24 piercing before he's done. So, basically, two of the attacks hit you. Yep. The Masul, the quarterstaff, is going to now swing as well. He hits you for 10 points of bludgeoning, but he's going to actually make you take a DC strength test. It doesn't matter. I'm down. Okay. He, uh, he basically, so he cracks you with this quarterstaff. Yep. And everybody sees Zan knocked to the ground. So you're knocked prone. And reel off at your turn. And the sword vanished from the air. It's going to fireball your I mean, I guess it's only one. Uh, did he make the. Uh... Oh, thanks. I forget that every time. You know what? He speeds yeah. up. Yep. Okay. Well, now you can so know to recast that. Concentrate at least. How hard is everybody? Does everyone look like they've taken some damage? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're, they're not like falling over at this point. Right. They've both taken some damage. I'm going to go ahead and cast Scorching Ray again on Reedy. Reedy, yeah. See if I can't even the odds up a little bit. 15 and 23. No. And 24 and 27. All right. You hit him three times again. Three more times. Two okay. of them shoot off. 19. All right. Corkscrews go off. Three of them hit into him again, and he you know, is still standing with Zan. Definitely reacts to it. And Lucan, it's your turn. Can I get to them this round? Mm-hmm. All right. So Lucan sees Zan drop and yells, No! And goes right for the halfling. Okay. 
sword lit up. He's going to take a swing at the halfling, and I rolled a 13. Plus. The, that's what the plus. <laughs> wow. You suck. So <laughs> I know. And you have your second attack? I know. Okay. Yeah. First attack misses. 13 misses. All right. He comes in, overextends. Swing. He's so upset about his sister. <laughs> 13. <laughs> miss again. Wow. <laughs> just kind of flies through and just, you know. Yeah. And, you know, in fact, I'm even, you know, he's a halfling. He's dicey. I'm going to put you on the other side of him. All right. So you all still, so you run past him almost, right? Which could be an advantage in the next turn, but, like, that's what happens, right? You just okay. charge through, and he just sort of, like, moves out of your way. And you are on the other side, kind of whip around. Okay. And uh, Merc. So I moved 30 feet, so I that? would not be able to get there this round. Zayn's on the ground. Lucan is in melee on the other side. Kind of turned around. It's part of the move action. I put the pistol in my holster unless they stole my belt, too. And then I just run for the 60 feet, and I don't think I'm quite there. I don't think I'll be ready next round to get into combat. Because I only moved 30 feet last round because I did, took yeah. an action to pick up the gun. Yeah, so he'll be that new action. Yeah. Right. It's interesting you put your gun away, right? Like, what am I going to do? Fear. Throw it at him? <laughs> uh, hold it your turn. Yeah, after seeing Zangbadon, it's just, no, 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 no. And I just bolt straight to her side. And I will use my action to force uh, my potion down her mouth. Whoa. <laughs> just... <laughs> Just right. Come on! You roll it. Hand me, it get up. Hand me yeah, the roll card. It. Roll it. 44 plus 4. All right. Tell me what I'm getting. You're well, getting you eight. On me. I want You're you. getting <laughs> I want to make it your fault. <laughs> You're getting eight. Uh, 12. Cool. That works. One of the graders you just picked up too, right? Yeah. Yep. Cool. <laughs> wasn't really oh, mine. I was going to say. It was a good roll. It was... You're on the ground. <laughs> you're, you're laying there like something like it's like chokes like, on it. It's like he approached you like you were dead. And you're like I'm not dead. Yeah. I'm here. Uh, and she's kind of looking yeah. at you, kind of incredulously, like kind of she kind of just throws the bottle away, <clears throat> like kind of gets a sense of what's going on. I mean, is everybody still around me? Like there's still yeah. people around. Yeah. You just got knocked to the ground. Like, yeah, she'll kind of move Hulk out of the way and get her stuff and stand up, and then take a swing at. Reedy. I guess Reedy's the one that dropped. No, the monk did. It was I'll the talk monk, the monk, yeah. The yeah, she, staff that took you down. Yeah, she's just going to swing her sword at the monk. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. 23. Hits. Nine points of damage. Just kind of out of anger. Just, right. just slash up on sure. like the front of him. Kind of, you know, catches him. And, you know, he's got all these, like, robes and things. Yeah. Sort of catches through and actually cuts. He's got these ropes of gold. And one of them just gets sliced. And these little divots of gold just go flying around. As he steps back, catching him, eating him, All right, Reedy's going to stay at Zan. He's going to get awkward. She keeps dying and coming back and coming back. I've got plenty more potions yet. Yeah. Well, they got plenty of potions because they got all my crap. <laughs> She's just like getting all bloated. Look, all paraded. Stop it! At some point, please kill them before you resurrect me. <laughs> I would recommend that. <laughs> She's like, they stop it. Really, kind of staying after you, and you yeah. end up with thirteen points of piercing damage. Down again. Mm. That's it. Drops you should roll average. You got fourteen. It should have been fine. <laughs> yeah. Me roll average. All right, yeah. so wham! This you know, short sword comes in, hits Zan. She kind of stands up like she's she and, and almost like I'm fine, I'm fine, you know. And like boom, this little halfling just sort of like sticks the sword in, pulls it out, and she just sort of looks at you, hold for a second, falls to her side, 
and eyes right. closing as she drops. I'm going to show Reedy how to work those blades. <laughs> <laughs> the Masul, the, the, the quarterstaff, steps forward towards you and takes a swing. Hold. I Hulk, will sorry. Uh, uncanny dodge. Except towards Holg, and you have 18 right now because of the... Yeah, as long as that armor, the spell, mm-hmm. Shield of Faith is, is still, still going on. Yep. No, he actually does hit it, but he did, like, just got there. He is also going to, in this case, he's going to try to knock you down as well. He's going to try to do some damage first. He's going to hit you for 13 points of damage, and you got to take a strength test. <laughs> nope. All right, so... Boom! You know, this, this, this sort of power comes from this guy that he's kind of alive. He's like this sort of skinny guy, but he, he comes out with this power where, like, you, he comes around and you're like, whatever, you're playing with a stick, and boom, he just cracks you. You sort of sidestep. You're almost afraid to know what would have happened if it hit you straight on, and then it just sort of, like, punches you into the ground. It's almost like you feel the, the earth sort of buckle underneath you a little bit as this guy's got some sort of power that you you wouldn't have expected. Relop, it's your turn. You just saw Zan fall, and now Hold just got cracked down with this same quarterstaff. Alright, I'm going to go ahead and recast slow at 4th level. Relop casts a spell, and suddenly they're moving a little slower. You've seen it before. Lucan, it's your turn. Alright, Lucan's going to give a big old yell and swing at the halfling. There's a hit. 28. 28 hits. We're going to divine smite. Say it. No, he only says that to against demons. Oh, okay. <laughs> when it's when it's just a half like you say, <laughs> you suck. Or the one who just killed your sister? No, never mind. <laughs> not a demon. No, not that a wasn't. Demon. He, he's not even going after a guy who killed you. you know, he's got yeah, like, stabbed me. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, sure did. I was thinking it was the quarter staff. Yeah, both of them have gotten one yeah. KO on me, but <laughs> most recently was the half. Thirty points of damage on that hit. All right, light sword comes down <laughs> and just slices through the co- collarbone Oof. of this uh, half Gets him all the way to the belly. <laughs> Just <laughs> wham! This whole blind rage thing happening again. Yep, it sure is. I approve of this. Alright, he's going to take a second attack at right. the monk. <laughs> Just pull the sword pull, out. Pull pull it out. <laughs> it's literally a halfling, get it? Ah, yeah. More like a quarterling. Point <laughs> <laughs> to hit on the monk. That it? Alright, divine smiting. 28 points of damage comes around and you know he sort of catches part of it with the quarterstaff he uses it defensively right kind of holds up the quarterstaff and you catch through but then part of it catches part of his arm and just sort of slices through and you see it hurts right like you see that he's okay. bleeding down one side he's got these really sort of bright colors these robes that he wears he kind of steps back holding up still there but he's sort of honing in on okay. you after taking out Brady thorn blossom and then I would like to run up directly behind him because it's my turn. Okay. Once you got something else. Nope, I'm good. And then I'm going to practice putting sword to flesh. Okay. Is that how you do it? Oh, it's all about. It's ten thousand hours, is oh. what it is. Oh. You really got to stab the body in half. Oh. <laughs> Fifteen. I'm gonna say my misses. Right? Uh, misses. He is slow. No, no. Oh wait, minus two. Minus two. You know what? Minus that hits two. because of the slow spell. <laughs> yep. Thanks, Relop. <laughs> Thanks, Relop. Thanks, Relop. Wherever you are. You know what? We'll do menacing attack on this guy as well. We'd never win <laughs> on, on battle without you. <laughs> I'm a two-trick pony. Did eleven points of damage and then wisdom save for the fear. You know, cut in with this sword. The long sword that you're using is, is just, it's just a little different. You, you've been trained in this. It's been a while since you've done it. 
cuts through, does some some good damage. He does not seem to be affected by you know you're trying to scare him a little bit. He doesn't seem to be as impressed as you thought. Actually, funny because he literally gets advantage against frightened. Ah, I got to use it and it worked. <laughs> and the second attack misses. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a little surprised by that. Just, uh, Put a cigar in. I wonder what a plenty comes together. <laughs> Mark how those spells go for you, buddy. Oh, I know, right? Uh, like, come on. That would have been I wanted that cold resistance was, to matter. <laughs> and it was going to be a spell we hadn't seen before. Oh, right? It was going to be like, what? All right. I'll be not caught on by now, Mark. <laughs> I know, right? Like, okay, just kill Relop, and then I can actually yeah. play. Wait, what? I get it. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> That's how it works. Oh, no, we'll see, we'll see the spell again, because I'll learn it from the spell. Hold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my turn. All right. I uh, get up, and I am going to take a swing at this guy, and I'm going to miss. Uh, that's a 13. Yeah, misses. Yeah. And I'll use uh, offhand for Toreador's Malice. That is AC 19. That hits? 22, and then he has to make a constitution save. So, Hogue, you take that shot. You know, the first one he kind of dodges across. The, the quarter staff sort of moves your short sword away, and then you sort of bring this serpentine sword of Toreador's Malice. He kind of moves again, too. He's pretty wiry. And you catch him for sure, you know, just sort of the side of that swervy blade that kind of slides in. You sort of pull back in. When you do that, you have a weird flash of a former owner of the sword pulling that thing across the throat of a young woman. Just sort of puts you in that moment for just a second. Kind of shocks you with the violence and sort of terror of what this sword has done before. He's still standing there, but you definitely put some damage on him. And he gushes blood out of one side. Xanasar? Death saving throw. Rolled a four, so I failed. Hmm. Hmm. Reedy's out of the picture, right? So now we go to Masul. He's going to take a swing at Holg. So Holg, he takes a swing at you again. This thing comes your direction, and you just sort of step out of the way as this quarterstaff comes flying in. That's all he's got. Go back to Constitution save. Four. Oh, Constitution save. D4? D4 damage. He, he failed, so. Yep. One point of damage. Ah, ah, ah. Did he die? Ah. Is he still up? <laughs> yeah, he's still up. And then I like to send strike. Hell inside. 15. Yes. 14 points of damage. Sword comes in. This long sword with the dragon hilt that you've been handed by Lucan. And you take this thing, sort of whip around, and in very different style from what you're used to seeing Merc. He just sort of like holds it out and sticks it right in the eye of Masul. Just like whoosh, sort of rapier fencing style. Through the mask? Like through the mask? Yeah. Hole yep. The yep. Back. Just oh. sort of like that. And it even digs into the mask a little bit, right? Like just sort of wham! And then pulls it out and blood just pews out of that hole in the mask. And he drops Ooh. to the ground. Should have taken the gold that Lucan offered, yeah. Lucan's going to drop down to Zan. And he's like, Zan, Zan, Zan. And he's going to cast Cure Wounds. That would be good. Hey, Max Cure uh, hey. for 12. And he's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And so she like, her body lurches forward and probably blood coming out of her mouth and all over her teeth. And she's kind of like, <laughs> Luke on. You okay? You okay? <laughs> she's kind of laughing a little bit. I tried to hold them. You didn't try, Zan. You did hold them. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you did a good job, Zan. Did a good job. 
Lucan's going to spend his last few slots, spell slots to heal her. Heal more. And she just kind of passes out. And I go get my knife from Reedy Thornblossom. I'm assuming, I'm assuming it's on him. I put it back in his sheath. The kind of roll medicine and just try to make sure he can try to help her out as much as possible. He got a 14 on the roll. Stop any wounds or anything. Great. I'm going to go ahead and ritual cast the hut. Okay. Tidy hut. I'm also going to take a look at that scroll case. See if he responded to you. Yeah. He has not. The con turns to Holga and says, Holga, are you okay? Yeah. I'm okay-ish. Just, I think once we get some rest, I'll, I'll be fine. I have a potion here. Why don't you take this? Nah, that, that's fine. We'll be okay. I'm going to go. I think one of the messages said that we, they had horses. I didn't see any of them carrying my gear, so I'm going to go check the horses and see if they had anything. Oh, it's going to look at Toreador's malice a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was unsettling. And then walk over to uh, Nasul and uh, take that mask off. Mark, do I have a tally on my sword? Soul sword? For the halfling? Yes. Lucan checks that and gets kind of upset about it a little bit. It's kind of mad. Are you still using a yeah, soul one sword? Of them is, yeah. Did you down anybody? Uh, Did you kill the dwarf? No, you I killed, killed the dwarf. I killed the dwarf. I killed the gunslinger. I killed the gunslinger and monk. and the monk. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing you don't carry a soul sword. What a, what a kill stealer noob. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah, like, I did quite a bit of damage to a bunch of them. Yeah, but, but never yeah, quite finished the job. Didn't do the it seems to be the killing blow that makes the difference because he's got a mark, you don't. Holier than thou. <laughs> <laughs> Lucan ignores you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when Merc comes back from the horses, he says, did you... Well, I just bring the horses back to the... Sure. The notable thing is that you don't find Destiny on the horses. All right, search these guys for a key. I'm assuming they have a key to a room or a lockbox. Maybe they sold it. There is a key among them. Actually, a couple of keys. Like, she had one. Um, That's and- my room. <laughs> <laughs> He certainly is. That's where that was. Cesario had the other one. There are two keys. Probably did Reedy have one? He did not. All right. I'm assuming we're searching the body, like how much gold or anything cool or worth known. You guys think we stay at this camp tonight? Because, I mean, there's a chance that people would come looking later on. I say we I, uh, I think he cast the thing, but it might not be a bad idea to move. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, let's we, get Zan on our we feet went first. To all this trouble uh, making a defensible position. It was a ruse. Well, it's still more defensible than... I mean, if we prop them up against some trees, it's just going to be like, keep awake. We could be on guard with them and do like a weekend at Bernie's thing. (laughs) (laughs) All fine here. All fine here. Oh my god. Is that guy wearing dark glasses or something? Well, if one of us is a necromancer, we could do weekend at Bernie's too. (laughs) (laughs) That, That hut lasts like eight hours or something? Yeah. Yeah. All right, and it's like a fortress essentially. So we could dis- the get spell the- would get through it, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Somebody tells me earwax does not have to dispel magic, but I could be wrong. Could be wrong. I mean, you never know. <laughs> well, they call him earwax for a reason. The greatest well, wizard of our time. He taught Redwell. <laughs> you and I are, yeah, Merc and I are fully healthy. Relapse fully healthy too. Yeah. So we can take watch and be pretty. Yeah, I need to get my spells back. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Between the mix of them, you actually end up with 950 gold and 65 plat. 
Jerk spent all my money. I say give it to Murko. I don't need it. Hold you on a what it was. Murko. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. That's fine. <laughs> Both of you take 475 gold. Hulk, you get 30 platinum. Mark, you get 35. And it, there's a couple things in addition, right? You are also dealing with the fact that this one guy had a bunch of gold on him. The gold mask is probably worth 250 gold pieces. Wait, once they the, fix oh, the slash actually, mark. After Relop got the hut up, I'm like shoving the mask in his face and like. Is this magical? <laughs> I will cast Detect Magic. Last time Just I had a mask, it kind of... <laughs> it ruined me in for masks. In addition to that, there are, you know, those cylinders that he had on a almost like a bandolier of gold that he had going on? There's about 11 gold cylinders that are about 10 gold each. So each one of these guys with a hole through the middle of it, and it's, it's worth about a platinum piece. How many are there? 11 of them. And there are also six garnets in Masul's pack, and they are worth about 100 gold pieces each. You cast Detect Magic, and believe it or not, there's not a lot of magic on them other than there are a couple more potions. There's a potion of superior healing. Whoa. It's pretty serious. There's also a potion. It's yellow, and it's got swirling black streaks, and he's going to do Identify anyway, so we'll just tell you now. It's a potion of speed, which they, I wish they would have used. <laughs> and actually, she has a ring. It's kind of a simple iron ring. Looks kind of worn. Mm-hmm. But it, when you do and check it out, it actually glows. It's got a magical aura, magical aura to it. You can identify it. Yeah. I'm <laughs> you end up with a ring off of the dwarf. Oh. What's it taste like? Uh, <laughs> it smells like... Uh, it tastes like fruity pebbles. Fruit oh, juice. it's a ring. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's right a there. tiny, tiny hand. So while he's doing all this stuff, Merc, you get ascending, brother. Oh, hi, brother. Sorry, I didn't get to you last night. I'm okay with that. I hope you got some rest. I got plenty of rest. I'm sorry about what happened with people that you are close to, but I think it's time that we get serious. That's all he says. Just this vague statement, and then he's done. You can respond if you want. Why so serious? What'd you say, Mark? Why so serious? Well, it's kind of a crazy night, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I'm glad everybody's doing okay, but... Yeah, we definitely He's, need to get some roused. Yeah. That's I know probably, my brother was trying to talk to me. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, you should tell your brother we're going to get him soon. We tell him nothing. Yeah. Probably it's a good speed. idea. What's the situation for the ring? It's uh, He's keeping called it. the Hugger Mugger Ring. Hugger Mugger? <laughs> you can't say that on a podcast. <laughs> Hugger Mugger. Keeps people from reading your thoughts. <laughs> reading your thoughts? Yeah. Cool. I'm going to put it on. You understand why she might have put that on, right? Yeah. Interesting. Because of a bad dream. It would stop somebody from sending. sending. From yeah, yeah. talking to somebody when they don't want to be talked to. That's why I said, how convenient. Yeah. And then you're like, I'm going to put it on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> that, been looking for does that answer? include sendings or telepathic? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Somebody can't talk to you if you don't want them to talk to you. All right. 
Oh, in that case, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It's like, ah, oh. What is that, Relop? It's a magical ring that should help with his problems with his brother. Well, some of his problems with his brother. Really? Oh, okay. it's like they can't tell if I'm lying by magic yeah. means. My face, I just don't have a poker face, can't pull it off. I can also make it invisible so they can't see the ring. Unless I choose to make it visible until you remove the ring or until you die. It's that last paragraph that concerns me. If you die, you go into the ring. Hm. Well, you can, or you can... Do you get a choice? Ooh, I think so. That yeah. reads. Yeah. yeah. You can go to the you can go to the afterlife or stay in the ring and hunt the next person. I'm gonna put the ring on. Do I get haunted? Is Dargoon in there? I don't know. Ooh. I'm not I'm not awake, but metagame. <laughs> You're like, huh, is going in there? Is it alive No, Zance is just I'm assuming someone's carried her into the dome and she's just laying there, pretty much passed out. Because you get a choice, right? Yeah, Unless it houses us all, you can either remain in the ring or depart for the afterlife. It says you can. Yeah. You get the choice. Right. Nobody's in this ring. Well, that's convenient. I didn't want a ghost in my head. <laughs> oh, it might have been fun. She'd have been talking to you about whole goal time anyway. It'd been weird. <laughs> Just tell her it was my room. <laughs> I told you it was my room. <laughs> Should we get a long rest? Yeah, Lugan's going to talk to Merc while they're on watch. Sure. So I had some. Lugan's going to be looking at his soul sword a lot, looking at that darn tally. And he's going to just turn to Merc and say, It's frustrating, Merc. We should not have killed those people. You don't think so? No, I don't. So, when a sword is used by an evil man, is the blade evil? No, the blade is not evil, no. But if you can't wrest it from the evil man, what do you do? I mean, they were just bounty hunters, right? They were bounty hunters, but they were willfully ignoring everything that was presented to them. They were standing on the path for Nock. They weren't good people, but they weren't evil people. I get it. But, I mean, bounty hunters are probably told nonstop by all sorts of stories about why they shouldn't arrest the person being arrested or... Maybe, but they didn't want to stop. They didn't want to ask questions. They just, all they saw was the money. Yeah. Yeah, you do have a bit of a point there, I suppose. We we definitely tried, especially in that bar. I doubt they would have read anything that would have been said to them. And that halfling was evil. He stole my knife, not once, yeah. twice. Yeah, I don't feel as bad for him as, as the others, that's for sure. So what are we going to do? Go back and talk to Halgrim and find it, Destiny? Yeah. Asher said something weird. He said, sorry about the people close to you. Oh, great. So I don't know if you meant you, or if you meant my brother and my sister that I'm worried about. Yeah. Well, I hope he meant us. I'll definitely say some prayers for everybody tonight. I shall, too. Thank you for listening to this episode of D4 on the Floor. Please check out our D4 on the Floor website at d4onthefloor.com. That's the letter D, the number four, on the floor.com for more great gaming content. Well, the stories I hear, somebody told her the things she wanted to hear, used her. That was me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Really, really goddamn yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs>
was like, Back it up. Is that your stomach? Yeah. yeah. So it was like, <laughs> like right in the microphone. It like echoed in my ear. I was, I was like, like, holy that, that doesn't sound. No, that sounds real loud. That sounds real loud. Everything's cool. Nope. 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 Oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. Sorry, <laughs> it's not cool. I get startled. I was like, oh, are you okay? I was like, I'm trying to push through it. You're like, there you are. No, this is when you go. They're here. They're here. <laughs> <laughs> that was the signal. <laughs> Sounds like a bullfrog dying. <laughs> Gondor calls for aid. Hulk turns to Lucan. I didn't know you could do that on demand. Huh? And Rohan will answer. Okay. Holy cow, we're level 10. <laughs> Did you just figure that out? No, it was just kind of weird to see it. Yet. No, it was just kind of weird seeing it. Well, and apparently they have 2,000 gold to go buy all that crap, so. Well, less than 2,000 now. Why didn't you hold on to it? Jeez. I was kind of tied up. I love a, a pun when people laugh and then they're mad they laugh. Oh, like, oh, you forgot me. You think we can think we could re- more? Because I was talking. Do you think we could re edit a little yeah. bit? Yeah, if you want to. Because I really liked what happened there and yeah. I really liked that Merck said you did hold them. Yeah. And I was totally talking. Oh, were you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I, because I, I thought we were done, and I was like, yeah, cool! And then he said something cool. <laughs> you think we had to go and say something rad? Does that make sense? <laughs> Can we try that again? Just because I loved it? Sure. Can we right. maybe hey. try it again? <laughs> Before you grip it and rip it? <laughs> <laughs>